Welcome to episode eight of Auto Off Topic. Welcome to our first ever Auto Off Topic non-denominational holiday winter solstice show. It is actually the first day of winter today, isn't it? Yeah, me- uh, well, I think it was already meteorological winter, but it's it's technically it's it's solstice. Today, the winter so. solstice today. So up up where we are in our part of the world, which this is Wednesday, recording it tomorrow, Thursday yes. it's released. So, so welcome to winter. Yep, it's the the well. I said one time to like somebody I worked at, I was like, oh, it's the shortest day of the year. And the guy's like, well, all the days are the same. I'm like, all right, yeah. Then it's the day with the least amount of light. Yes. So, yeah. I wasn't going to get picky on it. Yeah. So, whatever. I won't guess as to who that was. No, no, no. It's you, oh, it you would okay. know. Okay. Nope. Nope. It was an IT guy. You know they are. Oh, okay. They're very precise. Oh, yeah. Precise. I like it. <laughs> Way to keep them all happy. Yeah. Sorry, IT friends. Yep. Uh, oh, so we found we're drinking a very regional drink, polar seltzer. A very non-alcoholic drink. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Polar Beverages makes the best seltzer you can get, but it's only available in New England. Right. And they just released their... Secretly, like, just released this, like, Special holiday flavor. Because they do, like, winter flavors and summer flavors. Yep. It's called, like, Seltzer Brate. Seltzer Brate, that's the name of it, yeah. We have no idea what the actual flavor is. No, you're supposed to guess. It's a mystery so, flavor. It's hard to find, and I've seen some bottles selling on eBay for 10 to $20 a bottle, which is ridiculous for seltzer water, of course. But if you don't live in New England, you got to pay to play, I guess. Uh, and it's sold out in every store, but I happened to find it um, in my local store because I live in a small town. They had some on the shelf, so I bought it at 4 for $3. Well, it's a it's like a cult of seltzer. It like is polar seltzer yeah. thing. Yeah, it's a it's a very regional thing where we won't drink Poland Spring seltzer, we won't drink Perrier seltzer, we just drink polar seltzer. Well, it's better than soda because it, it is it gives you the same sensation. As it soda. tricks me that I, like I'm drinking soda, but yeah. it's actually healthy because you're water. Really, yeah, you're just drinking water. There's no sodium, no sugar. I don't know how they flavor it. I don't know either. It says all natural flavors, yeah. but uh, the t- ingredients don't list that. Oh, Andrew's taking a sip. Yeah, tasting notes. I'm getting a bit of vanilla. It's a little bit of aftertaste of like a bubble gum. It's very sweet. For, very, it's very for sweet non-sugar tasting, drink. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, nobody cares except for us. Well, we didn't have any beer. It was delicious. We were more excited about this than any beer we've ever tried. I'll probably have beer next week. We'll yeah, do that. More than likely. It'll be Christmas we'll have vac- Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Yeah, we'll, we'll have Christmas we'll beer. Somebody in my family knows I like to experiment with different beers, and they'll buy me a mixed six-pack of things they think I haven't had yet. And that sounds good. Likely I've had all of them already, but... I still like the thought, you know. Yep. All right. So, topic tonight. What do we got? Uh, well, the other day there was like, I don't know, it was a Facebook post or something with like avatar. something triggered Andrew. Yeah. What? Why do you have to put? Why is it a thing now? Actually, something that needs to die in 2017 is fancy words on the base of your windshield. Not necessarily fancy words, but words in fancy font. Fancy font words with fuck afterwards. As fuck. Yeah. Like classy as. Yeah. Or dapper as fuck. Right. Which is all things that are not. Or. Like you're not. If, s- if you're as fuck, you're not dapper or classy. Squad or gang. Camber gang. Squad. <laughs> yes. They all have to go. I don't understand where it started from. The windshield. The, like the lower windshield banner. I know dapper was one of the first Did ones. It? And from what I've heard was it was like an unofficial car club called dapper. But I, I, I don't. Will probably be corrected on that. I don't even want to be corrected on that because I honestly don't care because it's annoying. 
I, I think it started from Talladega Nights. People just thought it would be funny to put decals on the windshield. I think it had nothing to do with that. No, you don't think so? No. I like you're going with that, but I don't think it had anything to do with that. I but I remember in, you know, I've, I've gone to the H2O um, show, which is the East Coast big Volkswagen meet in yeah. Ireland. Um, and that's one of the first places I started seeing it all the time was the Volkswagen crowd. Mm. And they'd have, you know, dapper across the bottom and of the windshield. And now it's just on anything. Well, now it's on, you know, the Nissan Altima parked across the street. Yeah. And then it's like, you know. And it meant words. And when you say fancy words, it meant words that meant fancy. Like it would say classy or fancy or proper or any of those words with no text, no context to them. And they always were in the script. They were in like a cursive yeah. script. So I, I want to put like uh, hyperbole as fuck would be kind of funny. Yeah, just something complete nonsense. Well, well, I thought it would something to just say windshield. Okay. Which I okay. like. I like that. Or uh, it would be good if, I, I mean, I would sell them and see if people would put them on unironically if they said illiterate as fuck. I don't think that that would go on unironically, but people would definitely put it on ironically. Maybe. I would just put illiterate. <laughs> I mean, as, as an adult, I really don't want to drive around with anything as fuck in huge letters on my <laughs> That's windshield. That's true. Yeah. But I would definitely put illiterate as a joke. I mean, maybe I shouldn't. I what, don't know. The, the Raider's not fresh as fuck? It, whether I think it is or not, <laughs> as an adult, I don't want any, you know, swear words wanna, on my vehicle. You pick, I do have a daughter. I have to pick her up at school. Yeah, you don't want to pick her up in the, in the, yeah, exactly. in the pickup line with that? I'm already questionable enough driving, you know, 40-year-old cars in the pickup line. I don't need to have... Just put AF after it. No. No, I'm not going to do that. My, my, I have a neighbor who has... Uh, the stick figure humping the word it uh, on the back of his truck. He picks his kids up from school in that. So <laughs> that's already questionable enough. And his big F-350. Surprised he doesn't have the, uh, do I look like a give a fuck sticker? I don't think he does. No, just the. No. And his bro dozer. Yeah. Well, it's not really a bro dozer. It's a stock F-350. It's not one of those kids. It's, oh, it's, uh, okay. It's not your across the street neighbors. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, they have the brodozers. This is just a, an, an older gentleman who happens to drive a black F three fifty, which he uses for F three fifty things. So it's acceptable. Yeah, because aren't you? You're looking for an F three fifty to do F three fifty things with it, right? Not necessarily an F three fifty, but a thirty five hundred series truck, yeah. a heavy duty truck to do heavy duty things. Yes, I want to tow cars. Yeah, so I need a big Not truck. Just you? No, don't you just want to drive around your town and roll coal everywhere? Everywhere. In fact, I want to roll so much coal that you can't see my illiterate as fuck windshield banner. <laughs> uh, no, I want a nice stock truck with no loud exhaust and towing capabilities. Mm -hmm. So uh, the more research I'm doing, the more I'm leaning away from the Fords, personally. I, I've, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. It's funny because um, there's so many for sale. There are tons for sale. Tons for sale. And what I had heard initially was that they are one of the preferred, you know, for for long distance. It's something with the but power strokes or something. It's not. I've started watching a lot of mechanics videos about power strokes and thanks to your father actually sending them all to me. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I'll be going with the power stroke personally, unless I buy one that has already been updated. I mean, it's already had the, the work done to it to make it reliable. Yeah. Um, do you want a cat or a Cummings? Um, the GM seems to be the way I'm leaning to. Yeah, because I think they get more of the you can get with the Allison transmission too. I'm not exactly sure what transmission they have yet. I haven't gotten that far with the GMs yet. Think I think maybe I think maybe even bigger than I'm looking at because I'm looking at 2,500 and 3,500 trucks. Yeah, I don't think they have the Allisons in those. And the newer Duramax is the motor they have in those. Mm. 
which is supposedly a very good engine from the research I've been doing. If anybody listening has any input in this, I mean, owned one, knows about them, I'd certainly love some input because I'm going to be using this to put a lot of miles on, you know, traipsing all over the country. And uh, Yeah, at least for, at first up and down the eastern seaboard at least. I, it, yeah, minimally up and down the eastern seaboard. And yeah. I'm looking for something that, you know, is going to be able to be serviced at any dealer anywhere, give you anything weird. I'd love to have a cool old truck with a, you know, modern diesel swap. But yeah. I, at the end of the day, I, to make money, I want to be able to get there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I just needed to get it done. Yeah. But, all, uh, all all opinions welcome. Yeah. I'm looking, looking to learn. But, uh, well, anyway, since you're not going to be rolling coal... Uh, I will not, no. Let's get to some Christmas stuff here. It is. This is the last week before Christmas. This is. So this is this the is. last opportunity to discuss it. So what, you know, what uh, what kind of car gifts have you gotten for Christmas over the years? Starting from childhood? Yeah. Because that's, I mean, I've always been a car guy. Yeah. Being raised by a car guy. Yeah. Every Christmas I got more models and die casts and... I remember specifically every year I'd get a Hess truck when I was a kid. I still get a Hess truck. Before hey, grandfather gives you a Hess truck? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'd get a Hess truck every year before there was ever a Hess gas station around here. Yep. Because my father would like go out to Pennsylvania for some car event, and he'd find a Hess station and buy me a Hess truck. So I was always get getting, uh, you know, it's funny. When I was younger, I wasn't into Hot Wheels as much. Mm-hmm. I got into the more uh, uh, micro machines, right? And I got because well, the guy sold them to you very quickly. Ellie. Yeah, I can't even talk as fast as he does, so I won't even attempt. But I remember one year I got like, oh man, just people just got me a bunch of them, like different family members. I ended up with like multiples of the right. same one. Well, there were only so many sets at the store at a time. Yeah, wasn't... so those were good. I had micro machines too. Yep. But I was always into the Hot Wheels cars. That's always been my thing. I probably have a thousand of them in my basement that yeah, are I don't have that many. In, in cases from my childhood. Usually get the yeah, so it was usually like micro machines. Uh... Yeah, and then the older I got, you know, my father being a car guy would start buying me uh plastic models and then plastic mm-hmm. models moved on to uh, you know, to my R C cars. Yeah. And then all that moved on to as an adult, my father still obviously is a car guy and he knows what I own for cars. And he'll buy me parts that he knows I need or want for my cars. Like last Christmas, I got a new old stock 1968 Camaro um, front chin spoiler. Oh, so oh, that's right. I haven't put it on the car yet because I'm waiting to do the wheel and tire swap to do it. But yeah. I have, you know, that was my gift last year. And the year before that, I think it was either my birthday, it might have been my birthday or Christmas. He got me a, he searched the entire country for a part that I couldn't find, an uncracked grill for my 83 Sapporo. So it's good to have a, a car guy who knows what's going on as a father to mm-hmm. help out with some of those cool things. But yep, and I so I got like, and now I'm getting older. I'm getting tools, which is useful. Yep, very much so. Because uh, they're expensive to buy by yourself. Just, yeah, it's so expensive. And in fact, this year I told my entire family that all I want is like Amazon gift cards, so I can buy tools yeah. and I can buy frivolous diecast cars without spending money that I should probably more be spending on groceries for the family. Yeah. So I'm guilty about it. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad's best friend, he would always get me a uh, die cast all the time. Well, he's a die cast collector too. Yeah. yeah. Huge die cast collector. And my father usually gets me some die casts every mm-hmm. year or, you know, he'll, another family member will say, Hey, what does Brad want? And I think, Hey, I picked up these die casts. Why don't you give him one of these? Yeah. <laughs> so I get them from other people that have gotten them from my father. 
I've I've, so. I've got got so many Ertl cars, Ertl diecasts. Yep, like the American, them. American muzzle. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And some of them are cool. Which some of them are worth money. Brings us into scaled project cars. It does because this time of year they are just there's lots of inventory moving to stores, mm-hmm. and there's a ton of new Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels and the higher end diecasts like the Auto Worlds and the Racing Champions and stuff mm. that I also collect. I know you don't collect them. No, you have a, a, a one dollar policy for your one sixty fourth cars. Yeah, and that that's becoming a huge problem because I have a bucket full of diecasts in the basement. Right, but you only not diecasts in uh, uh, Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels cars, yeah, still in the little cardboards mostly. And they just All you need to do is hang some pegboards and hang them down here in the podcast studio. Weird, just hang them. I disagree. I just take them out of the package. Well, you can do that too. But, I mean, there's only so much shelf space you have before it looks a little ridiculous. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so, yeah, it's a good time to find new released Hot Wheels cars and find the special yeah. hidden editions they have. You know, the treasure hunts and the super treasure hunts and whatnot. Okay. And there's some cool new ones coming out. Yeah, because I came across the new, uh, the Fair Lady 2000, the yellow one. Like the 1968 Datsun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. And Matchbox just released a Volkswagen double cab pickup, like a... Um, a later square Vanagon body style one, which is really cool. And the Porsche 934. Yeah, the, the, Magnus, Ma- Walker. the Magnus Walker one. Yeah. So uh, there's, some, there's some cool stuff coming out right now. And now's the time to find it because the shelves are always stocked in the stores and so much inventory gets rotated. Couldn't it's find the find Fuga Z. Is that how you say it? I don't know how to say it. The Sun Kang car. Yeah, the white car. Because yeah, it's a cool. I have, not, I have not found it yet. Is it either. the same casting as Genomai's car? Is it, it is not. It's, it's different. A, oh, it's a totally different casting. There's three different 240Z castings oh, out cool. right now from Hot Wheels. There's the Genomai car. Oh, that's right, because it has like a Rocket Bunny kit on it, so it's right. different. There's the Kaido house, which is the Genomai car. Yep. Which is, he's one of the Hot Wheels designers. Mm-hmm. That's really nerdy that we know that, but we do. Yeah, but a lot of people know that they're into it. Yeah, I guess. Um, there's Sun Kang, who's the actor from. Fast and the Furious. So I didn't know who he apparently. was. I didn't know who he was, but now I know who he is. Yeah. Is he the S2000 driver in the first one? Beats uh, me. I don't know. He's, he's in the movies. No, it's not him. No? He's yeah. in some of the movies for something else? No. Okay. Anyway, um, he has built a few cars in real size that are really sweet builds. Um, that particular car is a Rocket Bunny kit 240Z, which I'm not a big fan of the Rocket Bunny, but it, it works on that it car. It will probably look dated in 20 years. Possibly. But... So, I mean, it's a pretty... I like that it was just plain white. Yep, no graphics package yeah, or anything. That's what kind of... They did a video with him and Magnus Walker. Have you seen that one, Driving the Canyons? No, I think it's he did one cool. with... Uh, I saw a little clip. Maybe he did one with uh, Jay Leno, too, or something? Possibly, yeah. yeah. But he also built this year for SEMA. Did you see his Maverick? No. That was really cool. He did a Ford Maverick. Um, I don't know the power plant or anything, but I know it just had a really nice stance and caged, and it was just a, just like a cool a looking street machine, or something. And more than likely. But it was a really cool looking street machine. And off topic of Hot Wheels, obviously, but that was really cool. Well, um, that's the thing. The with the Hot Wheels, like we said, Jenemai, he's probably either our age or very close to our age. He's about yeah, he's about thirty. 35. So all these people, you know, you're getting all these gifts as kids during Christmas, all these car gifts, and then all of a sudden now you're working for this company. Right. So you're making just you making want. all the cars that you wanted. Which is, you know, what we want. Yeah. So it's hard. It's a good time to become it's, a collector again. It's a weird thing when suddenly the generation that you're part of is in charge. Right. Because <laughs> everything's awesome for a little while. Yeah. Everything fits your, your what you're into. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't make any sense, but you're, you go along with it. Yeah. It's true, because Hot Wheels cars used to always be, you know, 50s cars and 60s right. cars and, and non-licensed toilets on wheels and whatever they made, you know. 
But now there's a lot of cool, like, real-life cars coming out. You know, the Magnus Walker connection is another one. He's mm-hmm. built some of the coolest Porsches you see out there, and he's got a connection with Hot Wheels. Um, the Japanese nostalgia say, car. Japanese nostalgia car, you know. He's uh, the little emblem on the side of a bunch of the cars, and that's really cool. Yeah, I don't think they ever thought of when they started JNC. No, I don't. I don't think so either. No, but it's it very, it's car. very, very cool to have, you know, their logo on the side of the car. Mm-hmm. And, and I've made it a point to make sure I have every one of their cars the logo on it. You mm-hmm. know, just because they look cool displayed together. Yep. And because you know, I've been part of the Japanese nostalgia car forum since the beginning, and. You know, I've you know become friends with the owners and and people that run Japanese Nostalgic Car, and mm-hmm. it's just cool to see somebody who you know, however casually, have their car have their logo on the side of a Hot Wheels car. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. Yep. You know, I it, yeah, there's a bunch of companies out there now that are companies that our age group would be familiar with that are getting to do that kind of thing. Well, yeah, there's like a there's an I think it's an Evasive Motorsports like S2000 one that came out. Yep. And all the Gretty stuff. Like Grady cars, and as the Integra just came out, yeah, and they had just released a new one like this week with a Tyne livery. Oh, teen? really? I don't know how you pronounce it. Is it Tyne or say, Tyne? I always say Tyne. The shock absorber company, our coilover company from the Dampachi, the little yeah. guy. Yep, but they have a, a the Integra Type R Ooh. with that livery which, on it. Wait, which one? So the the like the, the only Integra Type R, the DC. Well, oh, I'm thinking I'm like an RSX Type R, but it's no a, before that. It's, it's like the '98, '99 body style. Yeah, but in Japan, that was an Integra Type R, was it not? Yeah, it was a Honda Integra Type R. Yeah, and here it was an Acura Integra. Yeah. So, and the Hot Wheels one has the JDM nose on it. Okay. Instead of the little tiny round headlights, it has the full width headlight. Which, you know, USDM JDM bumpers. I kind of like those dual rounds on that car. I really like the dual rounds of that car. They make I, that car. I like them more than the. JDM knows. Yeah, 100%. I don't know what the rules differences were and why we got them in different ways. Maybe because it was an Acura and people wanted projector headlights or something. Wanted to make it fancier than the Honda. I don't know. I, that's one of the cars that I do prefer what we got it here. It definitely makes it look less like the first gen. Oh, the second gen. The first gen had pop-ups. Okay, so the second gen had this, those straight-across headlights. Correct. Right? Which the third gen ones, which is the you know 96... I want to say. 96, 2000. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, definitely made it look less like that car. Maybe that's why they did it for a U.S. market. I have no idea, but I do like the U.S. market bumper. Mm-hmm. It's a clean looking car. It's always been one of those cars that it's kind of been on the fringe for me where I've, when I'm when shopping for a car, I've like almost bought one or kept looking at them and just never really took that step. I mean, you used to have the Civic SI, you know, the e, uh, EK body style Civic. EK9, the, yeah. Yeah, the 2000. Mm-hmm. In electron blue pearl, yeah, it was cl- classic color for that car. Yeah, that was, it was awesome only, car. The SI only came in black, red, and blue. And, not yeah, silver. Nope. Oh, okay. Black, red, blue. So if you see one any other color, it's not real. It's probably not real. Or been painted by this point because they're you know fifteen year old cars now. Yeah, that was a fun car. The that was one, an awesome six. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. an awesome car. Traded but that for your SDI. I did. Nope. Some some mistakes have been made. Mm. Both cars are cool. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, all right. So the continuing on scale cars, scale cars, the Fujimi Evo kit. Yes. So the I deeper we get into it. So I burned through a spot in the paint. Maybe I did I say this last week? Yeah, we talked about okay. that already. All right. So I still haven't clear coated it or done anything else to fix the paint because when I was the last time I used the airbrush, I was spraying the flat black through it, which apparently dries faster than anything else ever. 
And it clogged it. It clogged it before yeah. I could even run solvent through it. Like Oops. It, it clogged as I was trying to run solvent through Again, it. Again, we're learning this airbrush art. It's new to us. So I had to buy a airbrush cleaning kit, uh, and I've got that over here. I brought it down to show you. You can clean, look at it later. Clean needles. And yeah, it's got a little cleaning needles and little brushes to go in there. Uh, I got mostly clean the other day, but I at least got the needle out. The needle was like jammed in there. Glued in with the paint, dried paint. Yeah, I at least got that out and wiped that down. But So I got to finish cleaning that. I can recoat that, clear coat it. Not yeah. sure I'm going to do the black trim yet, if I'm going to mask it off or just use the... Buy a sheet of black foil. Black foil. I finally got a sheet of it the other day, and it made a big difference. I finally... Did the black trim and it looks yeah, really good. Yeah, it's, it's like I'll, I might take the safe route and just do the black foil. That's the only way to do it. It's, I can't, it's I safe can't, and correct. Well, I can't do the. I can't figure out how to do because people will paint it, but you'll mask everything off and then you'll spray it again with the base coat to try to seal the masking tape. Okay. And then you'll paint the black over that. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. So it doesn't bleed underneath? So if any bleed through happens, it happens in the first coat, usually. And if it, you do it with the color coat, you won't see it. Exactly. That's so, a good way to do it. I've done that with clear before on, like, doing the inside window trims. Yeah, I've tried it with clear, but we used to use the old Tamiya clear, which... Was very solvent-heavy. was very solvent-heavy, and actually the original formula got removed from the U.S., and I think it's back now, but um, I, I don't want to... I don't know. I, I might just do it the foil way. It's just... It's easier. It takes a little, maybe, uh, it probably takes about the same amount of time. Cause I of think all the it prep. takes a little longer time to do the foil. Well, basically, when you're ma- when you're masking it, you're essentially foiling it because you you put the tape over and then cut, right, and cut, cut it, it away. away. Uh, whatever. Well, the, my problem with foiling is when you're, when you're using the, the trim foil, it's such a thin line that you're leaving. It's harder to not rip it off when you're pulling the excess material off. You know, the black line around the window is so thin in one twenty-fourth scale. You're talking something that's a quarter of an inch wide in real life. You know, it's a millimeter in well, one twenty-fourth use, scale. Uh, I'll use some Q-tips to burnish it down. and yep. then Even your fingernail a little bit, too. Yeah. Uh, Q-tips, uh, toothpicks are good. Yep, absolutely. And I prefer the, not the number 11 blade, the classic X-Acto blade. I prefer the scalpel. Oh, the curved blade. one? Yeah. Gives a little more even pressure. I think. I've always used number 11 because what I have. Mm-hmm. Anyway, going on to that kit, the Evo kit, it's a little disappointing the further we get into it. Yeah, I started looking at the other Fujimi kits, and I had a couple of Fujimi Evo kits. Right. I had a couple other ones, and I realized that they are all the same goddamn kit. Yes, with just slightly different faces and rear bumpers and taillights. Yeah. like they The interiors went, are the same. They went real cheap, yeah. yeah. All, all the interiors are almost the same. Not only are the interiors the same, but the body is wrong more i looked at it yeah if you look at the c pillar of a evo one two or three it's going to be different than the four five and six and if you look at the model kit that we're building which is an evo three yeah it has the c pillar of an evo four five and six which would have been you know the later model car um it disappoints me a little bit but i'm so far into it now that i don't care i'm going to finish it but and the dashboard is the same thing. It's the later model dashboard. They didn't change it to fit the earlier car. There is an earlier kit out there by Hasagawa in the same scale. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been released for quite a few years, so it's expensive to find on eBay. Yeah. I'm hoping that you know with this re-release of the Galant they just announced, the Galant Rally Car, yes. that they'll be re-releasing the Evo kits as well. Order. Yeah, excellent. I will have some as well after Christmas. And actually, I have to complete my order 
my uh, the pre-painted one of the Evo 10 is available. I need to finish the payment on it, so they'll ship it to me. Oh, excellent. So that, that might be a fun kit real quick. Everything's pre-painted. I'll just detail it up. Yep. Glue it together. It's still a glue kit. It's yeah. Not, it's not no, a snap tape. Yeah. And it looks good. Just a little extra detail and yep. put it together. A little uh, you know, slump buster. Just kind of get yeah, quick so the Yeah, so the on. Evo 3 kit's a little disappointed in them, but whatever. We'll finish them. The chassis pan is all the same, too. Oh, yeah, from Evo 1 through 6 kits. Which, I don't know, isn't that far off because the cars share a lot, but you know, they don't go they should, like that. They should at least have the Evo 1 through 3 and the Evo 4 yeah, through 6. Split it up. Those are the two different cars. I mean, the engine turned around. Yeah. I mean, that's a big difference. Yeah. So if you look at the bottom of the car, it's going to have... Even though it's curbside. But, right, but if you look at the bottom <laughs> of the car, it's going to have, you know, the timing belt side is going to be the right-hand side, mm-hmm. whereas in the later cars... It, on, on, sorry, it's going to be on the right-hand side, whereas yeah. in the early cars, it should be on the left-hand side. And then transmission will be on the wrong Basically, side. Basically, the, the Tamiya version of the Evo kits are much, much better. But they only do the 5, 6, 7, 8? I think for street five, cars, six, they only do 5 and 6. Yeah. I don't well, think they do anything else for they, street yeah, cars. Yeah, there's a 7 and a rally car. Yeah. And there's nothing beyond that. But the 6 kit is really good. I built that many years ago. Yeah, I had the 5 and the 6. Yeah. yeah. Both good kits. But whatever. Anyway, off, off of... Fake little toy cars. You had uh, cars. You had some corrections. From Couple, last week? yes. Uh, it was bugging me on the G bodies that I had. You know, we were talking about cutlasses and regals and and all that stuff. Yeah, it bugged me about that I had the wrong year. Um, and you know, a listener of the show, a friend of the show, Jared Robinson, corrected me, um, which is slightly embarrassing because I used to own a G body, so I should know. But it's been so long that I kind of forgot. Um, they became G bodies in '82. Before that, the Monte Carlo, Cutlass, Regal, uh, Le Mans were all A bodies. But in '82 uh. was when like that Cutlass Calais body style came out, the front wheel drive Cutlasses, uh. and you know, those whole that whole chassis line of cars, and those became A bodies. So they turned the rear wheel drive traditional ones into G bodies. Mm. Very minor little minutia thing that has been bothering me all week. So I had uh, to bring it up. Okay. <laughs> and the other thing, which actually I had on my docket to change, and then I talked about it with Jared as well, was we were talking about what Mopar had for small cars, the Mustang, Camaro competitors. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of was like the midsize larger car, like the Murata and, and that stuff. Um, I don't know why I forgot this, but the Aspen and the Volare, those would have been their small cars, mm. which have always been kind of a, a, a favorite of mine because they're really a continuation of the early darts and dusters and, you know, uh, and and uh, Dodge Demons and the same style with a little bit of a fastback. And... Equally odd names. Yeah, they have odd names: Aspen and Volare. But um, so those are mid-size. Those, those are small cars that you could get with a V8. Most of them are six-cylinder power, but you could get them with a V8. Um, I don't even remember our neighbor growing up. Donnie had a white and red one, an Aspen. Barely. Yeah, it was white with a red vinyl interior and it had a red vinyl top. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, it was always parked across the street from our neighbor with the blue Murata parked out front, which is the one I remember the most. Um, and then they had a mid-sized car. Uh, it was called the Magnum, which had like clear headlight covers with pinstriping on them that were weird. They went. It was like a before composite lights came out. They kind of looked like composite lights, but they covered the sealed beams. Weird. And it was like a clear like plastic cover almost looked aftermarket but it goes over the headlight like those old gts things but perfectly clear and it had like white pinstripes on it it was kind of bizarre looking i think every fox body mustang had those gts things at some point yeah 
Um, those are pretty big. You used to be able to buy those like at the parts store. You, you can buy them everywhere. I remember going to like Building 19 and seeing them, <laughs> which Building 19 is a discount store around here. But, yeah. Uh, was. 19 and 3 eighths or whatever the hell it was. Every store had its own. One was 19 and a half. One was 19 and 3 eighths. <laughs> one was 19 and a quarter. Whatever. It was a weird store. <laughs> um, but anyway, the Magnum was the two-door midsize, and they had a four-door version of what was called the St. Regis, which what? is a horrible name for a car. <laughs> So, those are the corrections from last week. St. Regis. I drive a Dodge St. Regis. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, that didn't last very long. (laughs) Dodge Saints. It sounds like a place. A lot of them did back then, you know? Weird. Oh, yeah. Aspen. I guess the Aspen, yeah. Doesn't seem like a very Aspen-y car, but... Well, (laughs) look at the... um, Any of those cars in the 70s. What was the, the Ford Granada? It was kind of a crappy oh, yeah. place, and kind of crappy car, and Granada was kind of a cool place. You know, it's a lot of them are like that. They try to sound more important than they are, I guess. Yep. Anyway, that's all for corrections. Whatever. A couple things that bothered me, I wanted to get them out there, uh, and especially where I should know G bodies, and I've always loved Aspens, so and I screwed it up. So, samurai sword of the chest. Sorry. Project car updates. Anything, Andrew? Mm, no, I've done nothing because it's winter time. You're boring. It's cold. Also, I stole your truck. That's true. You've been driving my truck. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I ordered the parts to fix my car so I can give your truck back. Oh, that's good. Yep. Um, and how is my truck? Do you like driving it? I haven't been driving it that much, honestly. I've been no. trying to. I work the opposite schedule yeah. with my wife, so I'm trying to use her car as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, I don't like, want to use your truck. Yeah, I keep the miles down on that. <laughs> yeah, it's a three hundred and seven thousand already, right? No, it's a quarter of a million. Okay. Oh. The wife's car is not much better. It's like 130 on it. So, But I've been using her car more because A, it gets better gas mileage. B, it's more comfortable. It gets really good gas mileage. It has a big tank. Yeah, it goes a long distance on tank, but it's a 45-gallon tank, I think. Yeah. Uh, how big is the tank in that it's car? It's 25. Yeah, it's a huge tank. Yeah. At $2 a gallon, it costs a lot to fill it. Yeah, it'll only do, though, like... 400 miles. Uh, three... 350, right. 360. It, it's terrible, guys. Yeah, well, it's because the aerodynamics of a cinder block. It is a cinder block. Yeah. Anyway, um, about the wife's car, I did finally mount the snow tires on her car. So that's the only project car update I have. Mm-hmm. So now it won't snow, but that won't hurt nope. me at all. But you got Blizzax. So I cute. did. I did get Blizzax. It actually came with the car. Thanks, Al. Mm-hmm. But uh, so a couple weeks ago, uh, I went up to Vermont my family okay we, we do a uh, annual christmas in vermont and one of the things we do is just throw on the tv just kind of keep christmas movies on in a loop that's like and, what my house is for the entire month yeah, of december yeah. with my wife and daughter but what's your some christmas movies have cars in them whether they're car movies or not yeah they have cars i don't them. think there's any that's an actual car movie mm, i haven't seen any no i haven't seen any but like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? By uh, like the traditional Christmas movie, White Christmas. All right, that's like it's a great movie. Oddly, that is mine too. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's a it's just a classic story, and it's a cool looking film, and it's just like it's it's as a film kind of a I won't say I'm a film nerd, but I really like movies, mm-hmm. and that's just a good overall movie, and yeah. it's good family to watch with the whole family. Yeah, so. And uh, would you say Sisters is probably your favorite number? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, uh, no. <laughs> I like, uh, 
Well, yeah, I mean that's that's one of my top favorites right there. But that which has, has cars in it. It does have cool cars in it too. But at the time, they weren't. They really, were just cars. They were just cars. Yeah. And I mean, what was movie came out in what fifty four? Fifty four. Yeah, it's real early. Yeah, it's color though. So maybe it's later than that. I think it's fifty four. It's okay. It's it's real early. It's all Technicolor, so yep. It's got that really vibrant color. Yeah, look the shaded it. after the fact color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the uh, but the I don't think you even see cars until they get to Vermont and they're at the train you get station. Up at the train station in one, yeah, yeah. And it's a fifty. Actually, there's only two cars in the entire movie, I think. Yeah, and it's a 1950 Woody station wagon. Uh, it's a Plymouth, though. Oh, Plymouth. Yeah. yeah, which is not like a normal. Yeah, which was normal then, but yeah. you don't see them now. No, nope. you know, you think of a Woody wagon, you think of a 49 Ford, you know, you think of a. You know, a 29 Model A. You think of Fords generally because that's yeah. what's been restored over the years. Which is kind of funny because if you don't know why a station wagon is called a station wagon, it's because it was named after... A uh, wooden wagon? Like a Conestoga well, wagon? It was named after wagons that yeah. were used to pick up people at train stations. So horse-drawn wagons. They were made of wood. They were called... Yeah, yeah. They, no, they were called station wagons. Yeah, okay. So then that name carried over to cars, and that's why we call them station wagons, at least in the United States. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. I know in some countries they call them shooting brakes. That has to be a two-door. Doesn't wagon. have to be a two-door? To me, it has Or to be a state th- car. In a state car, is like a four-door or a five-door wagon, basically. Okay. To me, I think. I think a shooting brake has to have two doors. I'll have to look Real that swoopy. up next week. No. We, 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 just, we just actually created ourselves a correction for next week because we yeah. don't know when we started talking about it. And then they also have, uh, in the same movie... Because the one of the main characters is a general, he's a war veteran. Yeah. He's a war veteran. Well, the well, two of the main characters are war veterans, and Correct. then they go to help they the know general. Each other. Yeah. I mean, most people have probably seen this movie, so you understand what we're talking about. And but, if you haven't, it's Christmas time. Please go watch it because yeah. it's a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's war- on every channel right now. Anyway, yeah, probably so it's on demand. But they have it's, war- it's on Netflix, I think. Yeah, it is. But they have a World War II Army Jeep. Yes, flat fendered style yep. Jeep, but yep. it's painted red. Is no, it red? Is no, it green? It's green. Oh, the, the Woody wagon's painted red. I think it's a cream color. I swear to God, something was red in that movie. The okay. sleigh. The sleigh, it shows up. Yeah. Oh, I forget. At the very end. Hey, you just gave away the ending, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it it snows at the end. Yes. <laughs> Is that White Christmas, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, some men are Baptists, others Catholics, and my father was an Oldsmobile man. That's true. That's probably the most overtly car line in a Christmas movie. It is. And we all know what movie that is, right? I hope everybody knows what movie that is. Well, if you don't, it's a Christmas story. And if you haven't watched Christmas Story... That is literally on 24 hours a day on on, Christmas. On TBS, yeah. TBS, TNT. Which is funny because you can't find it until then either. It's not on demand. They must own all the rights to it. It's not on demand. It's not on any other channels. You can rent it. Yeah. But we were looking for it the other day to watch it or record it whenever it was on. But we did not find it. So I guess we're going to have to wait. It's kind of nice. You just flip it on 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 Christmas and you can just kind of like tune in and then tune out and then you just tune back in. And it's like, and by this point in your life, if you're listening to our show, you're old enough to have watched it at least 25 times, if not more. It was funny. That was, you know, I got that on VHS as a Christmas gift. That was in your house in New Hampshire, wasn't it? No, was it? But on the cover, it had Ralphie in the bunny suit. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like, I don't even understand what it is. Because it wasn't that, <laughs> when I got it, it wasn't that big of a movie. It hadn't gotten big yet. Because we were, it was, it was a big movie. It just wasn't. And it was kind of a flop. It didn't get big until it went on cable. 
Okay. And it became this cult well, when movie. When we were kids, cable was pretty in its infancy, too, so. Yeah. It, TBS wasn't even a thing yet. Yeah. It, I think it was, I don't know, oh, shit, I forgot what year the movie came out. But some, sometime in the mid-80s, obviously. I think it was 85, 86. Something like that. Again, not important. It, it wasn't that big a deal, so yeah. it, it it kind of flopped and then it and it picked up. It's but, become a cult classic now. Not even a cult classic. It's like everybody's seen that movie now. Yeah, I think probably. I mean, obviously the the big part is when he says "Oh fudge," right? But I think one of the funniest parts is when he describes the spare tires, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, my dad's tires. They, they were tires. Yeah, isn't they round? Yeah, <laughs> he's pulling out this tire, and it's, it's like a snowy. Bald. It's just completely yeah. Uh, yeah. like a slick. And then, of course, everybody loves the Chinese food scene, too. The yeah. far yeah. so so that's, the, that's a classic moment in cinematic history. Because I, <laughs> I think back then, like, your tires probably still had tubes. So yep. they just blow out all the time. So you probably just bought had tires. whatever you had. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I wasn't around back then. But then he talks about, well, he, did, he says his dad wants to be in the Indianapolis 500 because the movie takes place in Indiana. Yep. So, which, so we decided the Christmas Story is now a car movie. It has enough in it. It has. A, it does have a lot of cool background cars, right? Because it's period piece. It's set. Supposedly, it's set. People. I mean, it's kind of supposed to be a little ambiguous when it is like mid fifties ish. No, it's earlier than that. It's supposed to be December nineteen forty. Is it really that early? Mm-hmm. See, I thought it was. I thought it was later than that. Oh, I thought it was forty nine, but we. See, I, th- I thought I, it was. My like, uncle like and I had the discussion. We looked it up, and it was December nineteen forty. Because huh. his Oldsmobile isn't that old at that point. Then no. Because I mean, that's like a. I'm not. I'm not going to even guess the year because I haven't watched the movie. I'm not this year. good with 30s and 40s cars. But I guess it's like a. To me, they almost all look you know, the same. Oldsmobile. And yeah, I don't know why it freezes up. So apparently, it didn't have very good antifreeze. Yeah, it's. But that whatever. one's old. But I, I don't know. I, I I have to watch that movie again, obviously, on Christmas Day when it comes on all day long again on Christmas Eve. There's a ton of really cool background uh, cars. Because they're all period correct cars. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is. One of my favorite things about watching period correct movies is the cars. Yeah, you know, in that movie, too, there isn't a lot of background stuff that you... Like, sometimes movies will be period, but way in the background, you'll see some modern cars. Yeah, that movie looks like it was made in 1939, then, 1940. Mm -hmm. Well, even when he's beating that kid up... Yeah, it's like uh, broke down Model A's and then... Yeah, they're all rotted. Stuff that would like people would make hot rods out of now, or would love to have hot rods, like steel body cars. They're just sitting... Yeah, it's one thing, like, when I was watching... uh, what did we watch uh, recently? Get off subject a little bit. Uh, Stranger Things. When yeah. they're in the junkyard scene. The cars that are in the junkyard. Oh, are they newer? A couple of them. Uh, like they, they were of the correct era, but they were it's kind of early for them to be that far gone. Uh, whatever. So, but just stuff like that. It, it bothers me as a car guy. Sorry. Uh, anyway. And Maybe we'll get it at the whole other, whole other topic for a whole yeah. other night. But Oh, of course, there is the classic uh, Home Alone. Which has, doesn't have many cars. No. Well, I, don't they have like a Colony Park wagon or something? I don't remember. Will they take off at the airport then? No, no. They get picked up in vans in the... In the oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, how they yeah, get lost. Too. Yeah. Duh. Sorry. The, uh... I've, I've, I've tuned that movie out at this point in my adult life, I Well, think. it's... The problem is now is when you... <laughs> like that thing that went around the internet like two weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, where the... What if... What if Home Alone took place today. Yeah. <laughs> cell hey, phones, Mom, I'm home alone. Cell phones totally... Sorry, Kevin. We're on the airplane. We'll yeah. get home as soon as possible. Cell phones totally negate that movie. Yeah. So. A lot of movies, actually. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but the Wet Bandits had apparently an 86 Dodge Ram plumber van. Was it a Dodge van? I Supposedly, this is from the Internet Movie... Internet Car Movie Database. Internet, internet 
movie car database. I M C D B. Yeah, which is a really. I cool thought site. it was a Chevy, but then looking at screen grabs, it's a, it's Dodge. a Dodge. Yeah, the it's just that generic gray van, eighties box box yeah. American van. Like, which was, if you know American vans, you know the Dodge van is the most uncomfortable one to drive. It's the worst one. There's no place for your legs. to You're go. basically cab over. If, if you were if you were a left leg amputee. It would be a perfectly fine van to drive. It's terrible. But there's terrible no van. place to put your left leg. The wheel is literally where your foot should go. It's I can't a, even remember. Crap, I'm forgetting. I'm blanking on what the plumbing company is. It's this totally fake plumbing company. I don't remember. It's like so obviously fake. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Again, the-, at the movie's on every year because I have a child who watches it every year. But at this point in my life, I pretty much just ignore it when it's on. And they're using it to you know case the neighborhood, of course. They right. almost hit him with yeah. it, and oh, and there's micro machines in that movie too. They're one of yeah, the traps. Yeah, they, they step on them. Yeah. That's right too. Yeah, <laughs> appropriate marketing by Galoob. Yeah, because those were awful. They're just as awful as Legos if you step on them barefoot. Yeah. And apparently, you put a lot of them down. You can like skateboard away on them. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, was there other cars in that movie? I don't think there really was, other than the like the polka band rents the I think like a budget van. It's either budget or a rider van. Oh, yeah, they ride in the back of it together. Yeah. The rental van, the box van. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember anything else in the in the yard. I mean, obviously, he wasn't old enough to drive, so there's no car stuff in it. No. Well, he's toy cars. But... Other than just, like, the, the Chevy police cruisers or whatever that show up. I don't remember if they're Chevys. I haven't watched that They're just, like, either. maybe they're, I think they're Chevys. Probably. Yeah. Mid-80s, it would probably be Chevys. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers were kind of being faded out, phased mm-hmm. out then. Or they could be I don't, think the, I don't think the LTDs showed up yet. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Unimportant stuff. What else we got? Uh, George Bailey's. Now, I did, the car in It's a Wonderful Life. Now, I didn't know what it was. I had to look it up because I'm not good. Well, most of the movie, you only can see the windshield anyway. Um, yeah. It's but, an in-car show. But I think the point of, obviously, the point of the movie is that he is very poor at that point. And he doesn't have a lot of money. So he's driving an old car. So he's driving an old car for the time. Right. Which would be a really old car for now. Yeah. Cause Which if you can imagine driving a 30-year-old beater for a daily car now, back then driving a 30-year-old beater meant you still had to go out and hand crank it in the morning. Yeah. It was a 1919 Dodge Touring car, and then he wrecks it into a tree, which is a pretty important part of the movie that he wrecks it because he has to get out and walk. Right. Because he's drunk. He was driving drunk, too. Right. Good <laughs> message for a Christmas movie. Times are different. Have you ever... Times are different. I've heard a new theory. Like, if you go back and you watch that where he actually killed himself, and then he's just like... He's ghosts in the rest of the movie? Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> That's pretty morbid. I'm going to have to watch it a little differently this well, year, I, you, I, I hate that movie anyways, because the, the old guy, whatever the hell his name is, the old guy in the wheelchair steals the money and then gets away with it. Well, so theft is good and drunk driving is okay. Yeah. So it's a good a movie to watch movie. with the family. Good movie to watch with the family. No. I enjoy it every year just because it's a tradition at this point. Yeah. I just because it's a tradition doesn't mean it's good. That's true. <laughs> this is a valid point. And then, um, of course... Probably the best. Probably one of the top. Christmas Vacation. Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. Yes, Christmas yeah. Vacation. So National gonna, Lampoons. Yep. We're going to... You can burn some dust and eat my rubber. I don't remember the lines. You're way better at lines movies no? than I am. No. That's when they're in the uh, the very beginning of the movie. they got to go get the tree. Okay. And then it's that Dodge... I had to look up what kind of Dodge it was. It's a Dodge 200... The pickup truck. The pickup truck. Okay. It's like a 63... 62. 60. 
64 or something, 63. It's a, it's a flat nose, kind of the ugly duckling of the early 60s trucks, but I like them the but most. But it's a really cool-looking yeah. truck. Very cool it's truck. It's a four-door. It's so ugly, it's cool. And it's, and it's like, really rare because it's a four-door because, like, crew cab trucks weren't even a big thing. And it's, like, this turquoise color. Right. And then in, it's funny. It turns out, looking into it, the same truck. So Christmas Vacation came out in 1989. Okay. Or it was 80. Yeah, I think it was 89. And... There's a the movie the uh, Kurt Russell movie Overboard with Goldie Hawn. Okay, that same truck is his work truck in that movie. Same exact truck. Same exact truck. Like not the same model, but the same the same VIN exact truck. Okay, because you can look at the side of it and it's got the the writing on it, whatever the company was in the Patrick Swayze movie. In, in Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Sorry, uh, Roadhouse in the brain. <laughs> it's not Roadhouse. I mean. Similar, similar idea. With, yeah, <laughs> my mind went to Roadhouse. We yeah. were talking about the movie. So, yeah. um, and Kurt then, Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yes. And then, oh, oh shit! No, it is Patrick Swayze. You're right. Thank you. Fuck. You may be wrong, and I'm right. I wrote that down too. Kurt Russell, Patrick Swayze. Thank same you. Same person. It's not the same person at all. Same idea. Yeah. Just oh, wait, the... it's not Kurt Russell. Shit. It's not Kurt Russell. It's not Kurt Russell. It's Patrick Swayze. Andrew's look now looking at his phone. I have to look it up. Dead air looking at his phone. Well, anyway, the the truck was the same. Is also shows up, I guess, in the background of They Live, the John Carpenter like B movie horror, horror movie. movie. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen it. I gotta watch it now. And They Live. Can you still see the logo on the door too? You can still see the logo on the door. Yeah, that's cool. And then, and that movie came out in '88. So then, if you look on uh, when you go back now and you're watching Christmas Vacation, you can see where they've spray painted over the logo on the door. It's just gray spray paint. Which is covered Vacation. it over. They didn't just covered it over. It. Okay. Nope. Which is what somebody who bought a crappy old truck would have done then. Just spray painted over yeah. the phone it, number. It works for the day. movie. The yep. movie is that it's uh it's just a it's just a shit truck. Right. And then he has to uh try to pass it and they go under the truck with the locks. Yeah. Which I guess they did it before Fast and the Furious. It is Kurt Russell. I don't know why I wrote Patrick Swayze in my notes. I don't know. But I apparently you I mean, it, you did the same thing I did. You just kinda interchanged the actors. I guess, I guess maybe they are the same person. I never really never really put much thought into thinking about Patrick Swayze or Kurt Russell as two individual people before, but they're both eighties movie badasses. Yeah. So it works. So what are the, what do the Griswolds drive on their vacation? The Woody is it a Woody Taurus or Mercury Sable? Tor- oh, like Woody, I, it's, a, it's that first. It's the gen. same first gen yeah. Sable Taurus. The lights go all the way across the front. Uh, maybe I don't. Remember. It doesn't really matter because it's same car. It's the same car. It was probably Sable because it had the fake wood, which the Sable would have had. Yeah. Oh, that's that's gonna bother me. I'm gonna look that up. So yeah. we're gonna have two dead air stations here. Looking and then things the up. oh, but the yuppie neighbors drive what you drive for, or drive what your wife drives for winter car. Which is a sub nine thousand. They do have that. Yeah, it's an yeah. earlier one because it's it came out in the eighties. Mm-hmm. It's slightly different than ours. But it's the same, same car. Body. Yeah, that they built till ninety seven. It is. Yeah, I was trying to figure 98 out. Ninety eight actually was the last year that, that nine thousand went for a long time. Jesus, it was a good car. It was a good car. I, I guess. mean, I love the car. We have one now, and it's still feels like a modern car. Driving the car. I think like some of the grandparents showed up in like Lincoln's, and then of course. Uh, Cousin Eddie has got that crazy Winnebago. Yeah. <laughs> Shears full. <laughs> yeah. It's a Taurus. It is a Taurus. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's a Taurus. A woody Wagon Taurus. Which couldn't have been very common. 
No, you know what? I don't think it was a real woody wagon. I think it was turned into a woody wagon to kind of be like the family truckster style. Oh, yeah, because they didn't have anything else to use for yeah. that. And I'm looking at a picture of it now. It definitely is an added-on piece. It wasn't like a factory Ford part. I don't think so. I've ever seen one of those with wood, yeah, other than yeah. That, in that movie. So it was definitely done to make the car look more like the family truckster, mm. which apparently is now a Toyota Previa. No, no, no. According to the new movie. No, it's not. Sure it is. No, that's that. It's supposed to be that London taxi cab thing. No, the new. The new summer vacation one? Yeah. No, it's definitely that London taxi cab thing. No, it's a Toyota Previa. No. It's a Toyota Previa no, with no. F 150 headlights. No. It's... Oh, you're going to eat your words on this one, and all of our listening audience is going to make fun of you. <laughs> the back of it looks just like that stupid London taxi cab thing. Yeah, but it's not. It's a Toyota Previa van. What? 100%. You got to eat your words on that it's, one. It's funny because in the movie, it's supposed to be some Polish car. Yeah, it's supposed to be the crappiest car you can buy. Yeah. But it's a Toyota Previa van with F-150 headlights. Mm. Nope. That's, you're going to, I'm I'm going to laugh when you look that one up later. Well, whatever. So what other Christmas movies have cars in them? Anything you can think of? There's not much else. Uh, I watched Die Hard the other night. It's a bunch of police cars and taxi cabs. Yeah, a bunch of Chevy Caprice police cars. However, the Lincoln, uh, there's no taxi cabs. The Lincoln. They aren't parked outside of Nakatomi Plaza? No, there's nothing. It's Christmas Eve. There's nothing there. Hmm. Okay. Regardless, just we the, have to make one statement limousine. regarding this this movie. What? In your opinion, obviously you think it is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It's definitely a Christmas movie. I hadn't watched it in a really long time, and I probably didn't watch it around Christmas time. This is like a great internet debate. Like but This it, is like the over-under toilet paper rule. Why isn't it? What way does the rule go? It takes place on Christmas Eve. But I agree. There's Christmas movie, there's Christmas music in it. During the whole movie. During the whole movie. It's it's a Christmas movie. In my opinion, and I've shared this with our mutual friend Keith. Maybe many it wasn't times, intended to be. There are two types of people in this world. Yeah. There are those who say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and there are those who are wrong. It's definitely a Christmas. So it's movie. Definitely a Christmas movie. Oh, well, I agree one hundred percent. I just I've come up with a lot of people who do not agree with that. You know, I I had to convince my wife that we had to watch it at the Christmas season when I first met her because. She's like, it's not a Christmas movie. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely a Christmas movie. It's the only time I've ever watched it is Christmas time. No, it definitely is. And, and it's the, on TV at Christmas time. Why? Because there's Christmas in the movie. It was funny because I I was curious. I was like, well, that must be a real um, uh, skyscraper, right? So it totally is. It's yeah, Fox it's, Plaza. It's actually Fox Plaza. Yeah. In, uh, it's really in Carson City, California. Right. And apparently it is also featured in... Another 80s movie that I need to watch, which was um, uh, a Charlie Sheen movie, No Man's Land. Oh, okay. There's a car chase in that movie, too, isn't there? There has It's a car theft movie. There has yeah. to be a car chase in it. I don't think I've ever seen but, that movie. But I apparently, seen that I've never out. seen it either, and apparently it's featured in the background of it. Nakatomi Plaza, or yeah. Fox Tower, yeah. or whatever it is. They just use it in the background. For Have you ever seen the things. box set of Die Hard movies? Yeah, they do. The... They come in like a giant scale model of Nakatomi Plaza. It's really, really pretty cool. It's yep. super nerdy, and I really want it on like a centerpiece of my mantle. But I don't think the family is going to be cool with that. I had to look up. I was like, "What the hell are bearer bonds?" I didn't understand. Bearer bonds. Bearer bonds. Yeah. So literally, they don't use them anymore because literally, if you are holding this bearer bond, you hold the money. You own it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the bear, why that bear owns the bond. Yeah, that's why you're trying. That's why they're trying to steal it. I was like, "Oh, now the movie makes a little more sense." It's basically cash. Yeah, 
And then then you start to think about, well, what was the Nakatomi company really into that they were holding all these bearer bonds? So they're clearly doing something illegal, yeah, too. Yeah, they were importing and exporting <laughs> illegal products. Yeah. Whether it be people or drugs or whatever, who knows? Yeah. But that's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. They're obviously bad people. They're not good people, just based on the boss, you know? <laughs> you no, 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 no. Nakatomi Plaza was the, the people that they were held hostage. But didn't... Uh, all right, I don't want to... Okay, we're good. <laughs> Listen, Chris, the new vacation movie is a Toyota Previer, okay? No, it's not. Yeah. It's, the, it's the London Taxi Cab thing. No, that's so wrong. <laughs> I can't even imagine how wrong you are right now. <laughs> I love it, though. I mean, the, you got to eat all your words. Right, it's awesome. Whatever. Never well, going to let that go. Well... So anyway, anyway, um, I think that's a show. That's pretty much a show, yeah. It's it's a good Christmas show. We're not going to sing any Christmas carols to you, but we definitely will not sing. No, are we gonna? Is, is our uh, exit music going to be a Christmas song? Uh, if it's rights free, oh, okay. <laughs> we don't want to pay for one. No, I think most of them are. Rights I think free. at this point they're rights free. There's yeah. a lot of them. Are. Or at this point, they always have been rights free because they're Christmas. Unless, songs. unless it's like a newer one that's not that's an original song by someone. Which who gives a crap about those? Yeah, they're pretty yeah. terrible. Well, whatever. I mean, I can't listen to the pop Christmas station. It's awful. <laughs> it's just like listening to top forty radio. No, with I like Christmas the tunes. I like classics Christmas stuff. Like, yeah, just I don't like anything Christmas music. For whatever reason, I don't mind the ones that are like done by as like standards. The problem is, is that when I was a child, we had a record player, and my mother listened to the same like four or five Christmas records over and over and over again. And they were the old standards. And there were a couple of country ones too, which were even worse. Um, but every year, the same five records. So I heard the same standard versions of these songs over and over. And it made me hate Christmas music. This sounds like something so. they would do at Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and And she loves Christmas. So she starts playing them like the day after Thanksgiving. And doesn't stop playing them until, like, the 15th of January. So it's just a long time for the same four or five albums over and over and over again. I think that those albums were the main reason that you wound up getting rid of the record player in the living room. (laughs) It's gone now. Well, anyway. On that that negative note. Yeah. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Don't sing carols to me. Yeah. Uh, Hold on. Plugging social media. Where can they they find you? You can find us at... uh, Auto Off Topic on Facebook, Auto Off Topic on Instagram. Auto Off Topic, Auto Off Topic Podcast. Auto Off Topic Podcast, yeah, that's right. You've changed it, you must remember this. I know, I keep forgetting. You can find me at Vintage Imports NE on Instagram, oh. Vintage Imports of New England on Facebook. Uh, and my personal Instagram is, of course, the one that Andrew will make fun of again. It's TSISS350. Enzo the dog barking upstairs he does is, not have Instagram, nope. but you can find pictures of him on Race and Anger sometimes. Yep. And he's telling us it's probably time to end. So yep. on that note. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, you filthy you animals. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animals. <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening. Uh, oh, please rate, review, and share. Yes. Share, and, share, share, uh, share, share. Keep your cards analog. <laughs>